Fun Factory.com has partnered with Locker Room Talk and Shots. So when you use my special code, SELS20, you get 20% off your Fun Factory purchase. Just head to us.funfactory.com and use my code, SELS20, at checkout for 20% off sex toys, lube, massage oils, and more. Cheers. <laughs> Do the sex. Hi, this is Annette Benedetti, your hostess for Locker Room Talk and Shots, the podcast that likes to think of itself as the queer NPR of raunchy women's sex talk. You are about to sit in on the kind of conversations women have on their girls' nights out or behind closed doors while enjoying delicious drinks and dishing about sex. Think fun, honest, and feminist as fuck, and always with the goal of fighting the patriarchy one orgasm at a time. Welcome to the locker room. <laughs> Ring loop. Today's locker room talk topic is secrets of an unapologetic orgasmic woman. This one is going to be exciting, folks, especially women and uh, vulva owners. This is one you do not want to miss. And my guest should be familiar to you if you have been listening to um, any of my past podcasts, especially in the last month. My guest is pleasure coach, Ali Gamoka. And she joined me, oh, it was only, it wasn't that long ago, maybe a month, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe less, uh, for the podcast, How to Have an Orgasm Without a High-Powered Vibe. And she is back to talk about being an unapologetic, <laughs> orgasmic woman. It's a mouthful, but it's something I think we should all strive to be. Ali, will you just take a second to refresh listeners, uh about who you are and what you do. Oh my God, it's so good to be back. God, it was such a juicy convo last time and I really encourage those of you who are listening, if you have not listened to that original podcast, go and listen. That was juicy. I'm still getting constant messages and comments on that podcast. That was incredible. I am Ali Gamolka. I am, <clears throat> sorry, losing my voice, um, a women's pleasure coach, if you will, a women's pleasure igniter, unapologetic orgasmic igniter. Um, I work with, you know, helping women to, at the very basics, feel more pleasure, feel their orgasm without relying on a vibe, but to, which is what we're going to go into today, obviously, really unlock their unapologetic orgasmic state of being. That's what I do. That's my passion. That's what gets me wet and gets me up in the morning and I'm so happy that you have me back on here to talk about this because I can talk about this underwater <laughs> as I'm sure listeners know by now yeah and yeah. I, live, I live in Australia so those of you who are wondering what's this crazy accent but thank yeah. you for having me back lovely I am so glad you're here and that's right it is morning for Allie it is evening for me and our drinks are going to reflect that I decided because it's been a long month fucking week to have some wine and about half of my it's bottle is <laughs> about half of my bottle is in this so i apologize ali for however this podcast ends and i picked this one for you and i think hopefully at some point of this conversation uh, the listeners will understand why for its name which is mind and body it's a rose Ooh. yeah we're gonna be Love talking it. about 
the mind and body and what happens when it all comes together anyways. Uh, so I am drinking wine and Allie, who has just woken up uh, tomorrow morning. Allie is living in the future right now. It is tomorrow morning. <laughs> so what are you drinking? I am drinking. I have just made a kind of protein coffee shake protein iced coffee if you will with some almond milk some vanilla protein coffee and it's fucking delicious <laughs> yep her coffee to my wine i feel like it's it's appropriate for what it's like when we get together so you know let, let's get to it though i'm excited about this conversation let's raise our glasses and let's get ready to talk about sex cheers cheers mm-hmm. i have been waiting for this glass of wine for an hour Ooh. I was waiting for you, and I'm like, I, I have been such a good girl. I want my wine. So <laughs> here it is. Uh, so, Allie, I'm gonna, I just want to – let's start with talking about what might seem obvious to some folks, but what I don't think, especially for women and vulva owners, is truly obvious at all. What, by your definition, is an unapologetic – fully orgasmic woman i know (laughs) okay this is my jam so basically you know the the world can define orgasmic woman as a woman who has orgasms and that's that's correct to some degree but what i define as an orgasmic woman what i help women unlock what i talk about when i mean unfucking apologetic orgasmic woman is a woman who is so deeply connected to her body, to her pussy, to her orgasmic energy, that she is alive with this energy, right? So, you know, back in the day when I was, as I've spoken before, completely dependent on my vibe, I thought in some degree that I was orgasmic because I could have orgasms by forcing it out with a high-powered vibe. But I was so dependent on that way. And again, let me clarify for listeners, I'm not here saying toys are bad. I'm here to help you feel more without it. But that was the only way I could connect to it. Whereas now in the journey that I went on and the journey that I help women is I am so fucking alive to my pleasure and women who are unapologetic orgasmic women are so alive to their pleasure that they can connect to this in any way. They can feel this. They can drop into this. They are buzzing. They are pulsating. They're throbbing, dripping wet with their fucking pleasure. An orgasmic woman is a woman who knows what she wants, knows her desires, knows her body, knows what makes her feel fucking good and isn't afraid to ask for it, you know, demand it, set the boundaries that that's the relationships, the sex that she cultivates. She is a well-fucked woman because she doesn't accept anything less than a man, a king that matches her desires and those boundaries that she has set within herself. An unapologetic orgasmic woman is a woman who is alive to the human experience. And this may be a bit, you know, kind of new age for people to to hear, and I certainly didn't really understand, but she is alive to everything that's going on in her body. So back when I was disconnected from my pleasure, I was spent so much time in my head constantly overthinking. And like I always say, I'm still an overthinker. It's still a constant, you know, I'm not fucking perfect. But so much time in my head disconnecting from my body, numbing out with drug addiction, numbing out with eating disorders, escaping my body 
because I didn't know how to be there when the uncomfortable shit arose, you know, the depression, the anger, constantly escaping my body. And then I would go into, okay, well, now I want to feel pleasure. Why aren't I fucking feeling it? And, of course, I'm not going to feel it because I'm so disconnected. And that's why I required the high-powered vibe and, and all of that. So an orgasmic woman is a woman who feels safe to be in her body through the uncomfortable shit too. She's not immune to the uncomfortable shit. She has the safety to stay in her body and be with the whole array of emotions. And that's why she feels her pleasure so greatly. And finally, I want to say an unapologetic orgasmic woman is a woman who is guided in life by her fucking pussy wisdom, her soul wisdom, body wisdom, whatever you want to call it, call it. She is not saying yes to the things that fucking dry her up and have her body contract. She is expanding because she is following these desires and this guidance to create and cultivate this life that has her feeling fucking alive and full of pleasure. She isn't waking up every day dreading getting out of bed because she's living a life that she doesn't want to do. So an orgasmic woman follows the wisdom of her own body and her own self to to know what she wants to do, you know, the things that expand her and light her up and make her fucking wet. That yeah. is an orgasmic woman to me. Yeah, I I think um, you and I have talked uh, prior to recording about this. Like, I definitely uh, get the eye roll sometimes when people say, and uh, why does it all have to be about sex? Why, why does it have to be about sex? And we talked about this in our last podcast. Women and vulva owners are taught that it's normal for us to not be orgasmic during sex. We are taught, Mm -hmm. and I was taught growing up that only a very few women could actually have G-spot orgasms, Mm. that not every woman had access to that kind of pleasure, that not every, I mean, and, and so I just very quickly assumed that my difficulty to feel now, feel anything inside my vagina where there are so many nerves and pleasure spots, I, I felt nothing but pressure and sometimes pain. That's it. Mm -hmm. Now I have always been able always been able to make myself uh, come clitorally. But it's interesting, as you and I have spoken, and as I've gone through my 365 days of orgasms journey, which has been transformational to me, I am definitely not where you are. I recognize, I recognize where you are as a place that I could be, because this journey has, I, I can now feel my G-spot my P-spot, my O-spot, I can feel like astounding pleasure uh, internally that I could never feel. Oh, and do I, I think at 48, suddenly my, my, my pussy suddenly has new nerve endings? No. Like we know that isn't Mm-mm. true. I know that I was completely disconnected from mm. feeling there, which is scary. It's scary to think that... The way in which I was brought up, the way in which the society has taught me and treated me, made me, helped me, pushed me in the direction of mentally shutting down 
that whole area mm-hmm. of my body. I mean, I could feel nothing, and that is real. Um, also, I think that uh, to go back to your definition of orgasmic woman, yes, up until uh, now, up until kind of this journey I've been on, I have been able to make myself come. But I think it's interesting. Like you can force yourself to come. And, and oftentimes it very much felt like I was like mentally straining to like get to that orgasm. Mm. It was like almost stressful for that relief. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'm actually learning to find that, you know, I guess the only way I can describe it is the way you do is the orgasmic energy Mm-hmm. that pleasurable energy and then i get to like ride it much like a surfer <laughs> you know surfing yes. on a way like it is it is energy inside of my body um that i can ride and enjoy and not try to force um yeah and go ahead when when we're so used to forcing and i know for me because i could easily like you i could easily force it with a vibrator super high powered but what I had to do was learn to stop forcing and completely surrender to be able to feel my natural pleasure build um you were saying about you know we're not taught and that just reminded me so I was on a a live on um TikTok the other day and a beautiful young woman was asking questions and she was I can't remember what she said she was 19 20 19 or 20 and she said um, I've never known this and I've always, you know, just I haven't felt anything. <clears throat> she said, do you think that it comes with maturity? Am I too young to learn this? And I was like, no, you are in the most incredible place. I wish that I heard people talking about this. I said, because she, she felt disheartened that she thought she was too young to awaken to this and I said no this is this is stuff that I wish more young people were taught I wish I was taught from a young age because there would be so many you know more orgasmic women in the world but also like we spoke about on the previous one the more connected you are to your body and your orgasmic energy and your fucking unapologetic state of pleasure the more you actually hold your boundaries because the more you you don't let someone inside you physically and energetically who takes from you and you're able to hold that. But yeah, I just, it, it, it was. Yeah. I, really I want, I, to- I think that let's stop there. This is a very important point. So we want to, we mm. want, what I, I want you and I to do to hopefully to draw to the listeners attention, um, especially the skeptical listener. This is the point. And she just gave a good example of it by denying women their ability to be fully orgasmic society, the patriarchy, in my opinion, is actively oppressive, oppressing and controlling women, women who hold their boundaries, women who Mm -hmm. only choose to do the things they want to do and the things that light them up are powerful fucking women. And that is by, you know, by no means, at least here in America, how, you know, I was raised, I was not raised to choose the the things that lit me up. I was not, mm. I was not raised to, um, you know, to think of myself first and to, to make decisions from an empowered state, a state of like my own internal wisdom that said, 
says, do this. Don't allow this person near you. That person makes you retract. Fuck. I mean, if, if women pay attention, I tell you, you run into the wrong person and they try to kind of come into your space, your clit will clinch. You will actively mm-hmm. kegel away from people. Your pussy, your pussy will contract. Seriously. It will, it will close and you'll feel that. Yeah. I mean, your, your pussy literally says, get the fuck away from this person. And mm-hmm. I do think that I've been, I've been, I've been wondering, like, why are we being told from such a, a young age that, you know, it's normal for us to not orgasm unless we have just a lot of clitoral stimulation. It's normal for us to be in this state where, where we are sort of letting our, cock owning partners just get the job done why are we all we're all so performative i I don't even do you must know the stat on how many women fake orgasm i mean it is a it's a strangely universal talent that we all know and i and that that is an act of like empowering someone else with a lie which is the lie of you're pleasing me and making me happy, even when we're just sort of grimacing and getting through sex. But I think it's, I, I, I don't actually know off the top of my head, I don't remember that stat, but I think it's its because women aren't, they don't know that this is available to them. So it's right. kind of, well, I, I just succumb to, you know, I'll just fake it for my partner and I'll just bring out the toy because I think, women don't know what is available. And Mm. like you said earlier, you just succumb to that fact and I succumb to that fact that, you know, how I said last time, 80% of women in the world can't come by penetration and that's not because they their bodies aren't capable, it's because that they don't know how. But I succumb to the fact that, oh, well, I must just be that because I didn't know that there was any different. I wasn't taught, I wasn't... It was, it was only because, you know, crazy sexuality leaders like me spoke so openly about this that I was like, huh, I'm going to look into this. But, but I, I didn't know this. But weren't you also told that it was normal for you not to be able to? Weren't you told, like, yeah. if, I mean, I was told by doctors, by the authority mm-hmm. on my body that it was normal for me not to. And I assumed uh, uh, my, I either didn't have a G-spot or my G-spot didn't work. Now, I have a partner mm. who can find my G-spot in 0.0 seconds. Like, the finger goes straight wow. onto yep. it. And the minute it's touched, and it's really not that far in there, I'm like, whoa, it's no. amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, how the fuck is this just happening now? How the fuck? Mm. I mean, it's very clear where it is. Um, and so for me, I'm really in this place of like, why are we being told this? And, and so many of us are living most of our lives thinking it's not available to us. And I think that when I watch your videos and I hear you speak about being an becoming, because I do think it is something maybe we're naturally born with, and this is where we're going to go next. But if we are naturally born with the ability, then it is somehow um, shut off to us before we get to maybe our sexual, fully sexualized age, right? And so in my mind, I'm like, well, so why? Why is that happening? Why are we being taught? Like, why is that being kept from us? So what I want to talk to you about next is why are so many women not fully realized 
unapologetic, orgasmic women. What are the things that are keeping us from just being able to do that? We'll be right back. My code SELS20 is your key to kicking off the sexiest new year ever had when you use it at funfactory.com. Enjoy 20% off Fun Factory's luxury products, including vibrators, cock rings, lube, and more when you use my code SELS20. Check out the Vim vibrating wand. Yes, the one featured on this podcast thumbnail. Grab the nose vibrating cock ring and experience more simultaneous orgasms in 2024. And don't forget to check out their rabbit style vibes. I'm talking about the lady bye for toe curling blended O's all year long. Just fill your cart and use code SELS20 at checkout and enjoy 20% off when you shop funfactory.com. Cheers. Well, first and foremost, like you said, that we're not taught this. So our first experiences and, you know, because we are, we, we often as women, you know, begin with this self-loathing, this body hate. We are conditioned before we even get to the point of being mm. sexual to hate our own body. We're told it's yeah. not good enough. We need, uh, we need to be uh, this thin. We need to have you know eyes that look like this hair that you know we're told we're imperfect and this starts from the moment we come out of the womb you know and as we yeah and so what you're saying is um and i would say this is the case for me is that that then when we come to a sexual situation just that discomfort with what our body looks like and feels like and is presented like starts to shut things down absolutely and old school porn is is very much you know to blame for a lot of this as well because you know men or you know young teens that's their first experience of sex because they're not educated and and women will see what they're watching and it's you know these idyllic idyllic you know female bodies but i really love how these days there are more and more everyday people coming into it to help women growing up realize that it's not about being a certain size I can enjoy sex I can enjoy pleasure in the body that I'm in right you know and it it takes deep 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 vulnerability to surrender to your orgasm with a partner so the way that so when we, okay, okay, so orgasm have, as we've spoken about, is the energy in the body. In order to feel the full potential of that energy build up, you have to surrender and be fully in your emotional body. Or the only way you can bypass is the forcing and the adrenaline-based peaks, like with the high-powered vibrator. So you're not having to feel that vulnerability, you're bypassing the adrenaline. That's how I used to. But to surrender to the full extent of your pleasure and your orgasmic energy requires deep surrender into that emotional body. Emotion is energy in motion. And that requires being fucking deeply vulnerable, being seen in your complete, you know, most vulnerable state in front of another. And if you're not feeling secure in who you are, and you're, you know, allowing, and let me just say, it's completely normal to have 
you know, you're never going to go through life. When I talk about this, it's not about being perfect and, oh, I all of a sudden realise I love my body of every minute of every day and I'm just perfect. No, you're still going to have normal human thoughts. But it's about coming back to going deeper than that, not letting that rule you, not letting those thoughts in your head take you away from the pleasure in your body and have you feeling like you're not worthy to feel and surrender to what the fuck is going on in your body. Like I have the same shit. I still struggle with, I still struggle with mental health and I have the same shit that every other woman has, but it's just that I have the tools and I keep coming back and I spend more time coming back into my body and connecting to that. That's all it is. I'm no different to anyone else. You know, I, I, I thought I was broken once too. I thought I was, you know, a failure as a woman because I couldn't feel what I wanted to feel, all of that. But it's just this commitment to coming back and going deeper and not letting those surface level and the, the mind just stop you and disconnect you from what's going on. Right, right. So you talk a lot about the disconnection from the body. Now, for me, that just makes sense because I've done a lot of work around my own disconnection from the body. Uh, one of the things I thought immediately when you and and I guess I always assume that other people know what it's like to be disconnected from their body because most of us are at some point mm-hmm. in our life. But I think especially women. Uh, do a lot of escaping their body, feeling uncomfortable in their body, especially if they've experienced um, any sexual assault or sexual trauma um, throughout their life, which we know from statistics that uh, an extremely large number of women have. Um, So in order to be fully orgasmic, you're saying that reconnection has to happen. In your opinion, is orgasmic energy always present in the body? Is it always there? Is this an energy that's always there, just waiting to be tapped into? Is that what you're saying? Yep, yep, yep. Orgasmic energy is the energy in your body. It's life force energy. And energy going into science and quantum physics, for those who you know want to dismiss as <laughs> new age energy, can never be created or destroyed. It's there. It's always there. This energy is always in you, always. And it shows up in different ways in different times. It may be your heart's racing, you're anxious. It may be that your heart's heavy because you're sad and you're struggling with depression. It may be whatever. But it's when you disconnect from that energy, and then like I was saying before, you go into sex or self-pleasure and you go, okay, well, I'm fucking flicking the bean or I'm shoving, you know, trying to think of myself, why am I not feeling anything? Because you've spent so much time disconnected that you can't feel the extent. And I know I certainly, when I tried, started, you know, exploring, going, okay, I'm going to explore without my vibe. It was like, I don't feel anything. Like you were saying before, I just felt pressure and it was certainly not pleasurable because I wasn't fully there. And it took a lot of learning to be there and learning learning to be in my body when I'm going through the uncomfortable shit and when I'm you know as I was saying before I still struggle with mental health and depression and what what causes that to fester is you know when you feel the sadness right you feel you have the feeling the the emotion the heart racing or it could start with the thought, but let's just say, and then the thought comes, oh, my God, yes, I'm so sad about this, and then it causes more heart racing, but you don't want to be with that heart racing, so you go back to the thought, yeah, oh, my God, I'm so sad about this, and you're you're not connecting 
Whereas you could end that loop by coming into the body, being with that energy and what that fucker, what your body needs to allow that energy to move. It's never about trying to force energy to move. Energy will move, you know, arousal will build, pleasure will build, energy will move. It's about connecting to it. And it may be somatic practices, so body practices, which is, you know, part of all the self-pleasure, but you know, when, when you're angry, banging your pillow, it could be dancing, just moving, moving, dancing, you know, when you're sad and, and that allowing that energy to move. These are all, you know, just on the basic level. But these practices are, are teaching you to be in your body and you start to feel more of what's going on. And number one, that energy will move and you'll be able to break the cycle. A lot of people think, well, if I feel the sadness, if I feel the anger, I'm going to be this raging, angry person or this raging, sad person. So I don't want to feel that, but give me the pleasure. Give me the pleasure. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that. But this loop can be broken by connecting to the energy and doing, being fully present with what's going on in your body. Right. And that will, help, that will help you navigate the shitty emotions, but will also help you start to feel more of the arousal when it builds and you can be there with that. Right. You can't really expect to uh, know how to uh, be present with pleasure when you can't be present with the hard shit, you know. And mm-hmm. I know from my own history with um, physical and sexual trauma, I learned at a very young age how to escape my body. I couldn't handle the anxiety. And I, I remember that was a skill I built at a very, very young age. And it is interesting. Uh, the idea that the orgasmic energy is always there, because I think maybe this is something that some of my listeners m- might relate to. Have you ever been uh, sitting, uh, it's the afternoon, let's say, and and you start to get like aroused and horny and you're like, oh God, when my partner gets home tonight, I'm going to fuck the shit out of them. And you're just like wet and you're ready to go. And then they come home and the time and the opportunity is there. And you're like, okay, I could go have sex. And your body just goes, Zoom. Like I, you know, it's just like, nope, not into it. You dry up. You're not excited anymore. And I recognize that as we have this conversation, that when there's no pressure on me, when the Mm. idea of sex, when I don't have to really think about, oh, I'm going to take my clothes off and you're going to see these imperfections or I'm going to take my clothes off. We're going to go have sex. And then what if I can't come and it takes forever and blah, blah, blah. Like the minute I, you know, a a partner would be present and I knew I could get fucked, then my pussy was like, the fantasy was fun. We were turned on, but I don't want to have to go through all of that or I'm just too self-conscious. And then my my body would just like shut down. And uh, and even if I did actually go into the sexual situation, there was definitely that shutting down. And I was like, why am I not aroused right now? Why am I not aroused? I've got this person. I can get banged. I can do dirty things, you know? Um, yeah. And, and this, this, um, this just reminds me of, you know, quite often, and people think, you know, because I, I have incredible sex life, I am a well-fucked orgasmic woman, that I'm, you know, always wanting sex. No, I still get in my head, like, last, last night or night before, for example, where I'm, you know, I'm too fucking tired, I can't be bothered. And then I just come back to, you know, what does my body really want? And I'm like, I fucking want my man. And I know that this feels pleasurable and 
I surrender. And it's a little joke because I say to him, just, you know, just, and I'm like, he'll, he'll, you know, he'll take me like he'll, he'll, I love it. But it's, it's those moments where I still get that too. And it's, you know, or I'm feeling, you know, fat, I'm having fat days or whatever. And it's just coming back to, well, hang on. What is the truth in this moment? Not what my mind is trying to tell me. I'm too tired. It's been a fucking fucked day. I just can't be bothered. Hang on. What is the truth of this moment? Can I just surrender to feeling amazing and having this pleasurable, you know, moment with my lover where we, you know, both feel fucking incredible and expanded like it's healing it's fucking healing uh so well cheers to surrendering surrendering when it's appropriate (laughs) we'll be right back start the new year off with a bang my code explores 15 gets you 15 percent off womanizer.com's Famous pleasure air tech sex toys. You know, the clit satisfying sucking sensation that guarantees explosive orgasms. Just go to womanizer.com and check out my personal favorite, the Womanizer Duo 2. Get ready for blended orgasms or the premium two. Womanizer.com has something for you, whether you are seeking clitastic satisfaction, blended orgasms, or explosive G-spot experiences. Just shop womanizer.com and use my code EXPLORES15 at checkout for 15% off. That's 15% off all womanizer.com products with my code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers. I clearly haven't given over control yet. Cheers. <laughs> That's what's happening. Cheers. And um, I think I, I think I need to spike my iced coffee with some um, like Irish whiskey. Or maybe, something. Yeah, maybe. Irish. I have not had a drink in quite a while because of some, you know, what you said earlier about, um, you know, women numbing themselves. And I've learned very quickly if I want to have an orgasmic life, I cannot have a, a lot of booze. But listeners, mm. when we get back, because we're going to take a break here, I'm going to talk about my weekend and how I felt too tired. I, I wasn't Ooh. feeling great. I had a little cold. Um, and my partner that I joined for uh, wonderful uh, sexual exploits and I are long distance. And I was it was the only time I was going to be able to see him. And I went there and then I didn't feel well and I did not want to fuck. I was pretty grumpy, uh, but I did. And I am going to tell you about my experience and how... Allie joined me in bed. I'm so excited to hear this. (laughs) I mean, Allie wants to know, too. It was one of those threesomes she just can't recall. (laughs) I I mean, I I, I love threesomes in all forms, even the imaginary energetics. So bring it on. That's exactly what happened. And and we are going to, when we come back, I'm going to share it with her. And I'm also going to share it with you and how this all ties into Allie and becoming orgasmic and so on and so forth. So... We will be right back in just a few moments. Cheers. All right, we're back. And as I promised you upon leaving you merely moments ago, uh, I'm going to talk about my weekend. So I'm at my partner's place and I've been very excited about it. Uh, we were going to have some alone time. Um, so I thought, fuck, you know, I brought the butt plugs. I brought the fucking uh, oh, rope. Yes. I brought the... <laughs> We had the rope, the whips, the, you know, all of it. I'm like, who knows what's going to happen, but it's going to happen, right? Wrong. 
Fuck yes. Wrong. I show up and almost immediately uh, I had some little bug. It wasn't not COVID, but it was enough. It was... It was, I, I'm saying it was allergies. I think it was allergies because no one else has gotten it around me. But needless to say, I didn't feel well. And it mm-hmm. came time to bang. My partner was like, hey. And I'm like, oh, uh, I just. Get away from I me. just <laughs> couldn't. And um, we knew immediately it was not going to be the butt plug uh, rope uh, filled experience that we had hoped for. Um, but he was very kind and urged me on. And I was kind of like, okay, let's just have lazy. I call it lazy sex, you know, where, you know, maybe I get out a toy that has some pleasure air technology and he puts it. I, I, one thing I have learned ooh, that I do want to share with you as I work into this conversation mm-hmm. about our threesome is I have learned this. I can have multiple O's, but I can't have multiple orgasms without penetration and internal stimulation. Oh, yeah. interesting, yeah. right? Awareness. Yeah. I can't. Mm-hmm. I have to have that inside. One of the many inside spots getting like banged. Um, and so, of course, I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I'd like more than one orgasm. Um, and so he was uh, very nice about it. Um, gave me my it was it was a clitoral O orgasm. I say O because I've been on TikTok and they don't like me to say orgasm. And so I'm now learning how to do that. That's so why I had my orgasm, but he hadn't has hit, had his and I was like, fuck, I'm gonna have to get on top and do my job. Now, this is where I mean, you got to be fair, right? Yeah, especially because he had just been so wonderful to me. So I get on top of him. And I start writing him and this, this man has a cock that was literally designed, if I believed in God, in a God, I would say God carved this cock to fit my body perfectly. Like it goes in yes. and, and somehow it lights up all of the spots inside. It just does. Yep. Even when yep. in my mind, I'm like, I really don't want to do this. Then it gets inside and I'm like, oh my God, why did I say I okay. didn't want to do this? Yes. So yes. I start writing the cock. This is very like personal. Oh, I'm so sorry, honey. But um, so I start writing the cock and suddenly I start feeling this feeling. Now, I've had like, and and this is the weird thing. This feeling ignites a memory of me as a younger person. I had once had this, like, I lived out, I I was raised on a farm, folks. I'm not going to go into all of it. But I had this jungle gym in uh, my back field. I was on a sheep farm. That's right. That's how I was raised. And in the evening, I would climb up. It was it was very big. And and, and it had this place I could climb up and watch the sunset. And it was like this very magical experience for me as a young person. And here I am starting to have this feeling deep in my vagina. And this vision of this sunset that for some reason is so Mm -hmm memorable to me it was like a sunset where because i was young and catholic i thought i was seeing god um like comes into my head and then as i see this sunset the the feeling inside my vagina builds and i'm like i don't know what the fuck is going on right now it was like almost like i was there like it was like it was weird. It was like it was there, and then the feeling in my vagina built, and the vision built, and wow. I'm like, and so it kind of freaked me out at first, and I kind of thought I'm being weird, and then I was like, well, I think Hallie would be into this. 
I'm like, she's all about the (laughs) she's all about the breathing. And she said that you could drop into orgasmic energy by breathing. And I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna start like breathing because at this point now I'm like I'm like a woman riding a fucking horse, right? (laughs) And I mean, seriously, I am riding this cock in a way that and I mean I don't know I don't even look down at him because like I don't want to break whatever this thing is because I'm like I think I'm about to tap into something like I think I'm about to have something happen now I mean he's holding on like you know a a, a champion And it keeps going and going and and I have to keep bringing my my mind back. So I keep thinking about the things that, you know, and like you've demonstrated like movement on one of your videos on TikTok. Like you did that, like kind of how you can use movement. So so I'm referring to your video. Oh my god, this is fucking gold. So this is how Ali joined me in one of the most crazy orgasm experiences of my life. I did not come to the top of it. I definitely was orgasming. I did not hit the top because my partner, um, you know, rightfully so had his or and I could have kept going and he's really great about if he comes first he he will then use his hands or he you know get some of the glass um you have some glass tools or toys that you can use as well but I was like you know what I think part of this for me is that I had I I do think for me it, it can be different when there's a human body part inside um and I also felt like it was so intense I don't know what that was all about. I feel like this is a very personal experience. I'm like, do I really want to share this? It was so personal and it was so powerful and it was a feeling. And look, guys, you know, I've been doing my 365 days. I've had a lot of orgasms. This, wow. I don't know what the fuck this was, but um, it made me think yeah. of you. <laughs> wow. I was like, maybe you can tell me what that is. What the fuck is that? Do you know what? And you know what my response to that would be? I want to know. Was it fuck? Was no? Was it fucking enjoyable? Yeah, it was something. It was yes. It was. Was it? Was it incredible? Did you love it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to leave it. So, so then, why <laughs> do you need to label it? Why? Um. And and I feel like we get so caught up in. Was this orgasm as good as this one? What was this? Did I reach the peak? I would. Did you fucking enjoy it? Did it feel like incredible in your body and soul and mind? Yes, then forget about what, don't worry about labeling. It was an incredible experience. And I think, and orgasms can feel different at all different times. And we can dismiss and go, oh, this one wasn't as powerful. So is that classified as an orgasm? Was it a buildup in your body of this energy? Was it this buildup and release or was it this amazing experience? Then that's what it was. Yeah, the thing that I am, uh, I think it was interesting how how it like unlocked memories and how it tied into that Mm. whole. I mean, it really did. And and I have to tell you, like, it wasn't just like a visual, it was fucking like I felt like I was there and I don't know how to explain it. It was really the, and I haven't talked to anybody about it because I think it has been so impactful to me. And 
Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, am I getting weird and woo myself? Like, what is up with like women? <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I didn't. I unintentionally became apparently woo. I wasn't intending to this, but when you start accessing this and have these fucking out of world, you know, time stopping dimension traveling experiences, dimension. Like, it felt traveling. like yeah, it felt like time time travel almost. Like I was like, I don't know. It was something so deep inside of me gave and it was really interesting to me and and I mean maybe that's the point is that when you start to reconnect with your body and unlock feelings and um, emotions and sensations that have been kept from you your whole fucking life shit's gonna get weird yes and can I say so our body as I spoke about before in the previous podcast our body holds the score so we store emotion in our vaginal walls just as we do anywhere else. And this is why, you know, women who have experienced sexual trauma or not even sexual trauma, any kind of trauma or any kind of emotion, you can store this in your vaginal walls. And this can contribute to, you know, (coughs) sorry, there goes the throat again. This can contribute to, parts of your vagina being numb and, and not being able to feel. And so this is the process of when, you know, we get the glass wands or you can do it with your fingers. It's just a bit trickier yeah. of de-armoring. What is that? De-armoring. De- de-armoring. So this is the process of feeling in your vaginal wall. So kind of like yoni mapping, they call it. And when you come across a point of tension, you're just pressing on this and you're just gently breathing into it. You don't want to cause pain and you you just stay there until either the tension releases or that's enough for today. Now, when you do this and when women are reconnecting, especially if women have experienced sexual trauma or anything like that, this can bring up some fucking emotion or old memories or stuff within the body and that's completely normal. And sometimes, you know, I'll I'll go into self-pleasure where I'm exploring and it ends up being that these tears just fucking flow. And I don't need to know where these tears are from. I don't need to know where this emotion is from. My only job is to be with this energy and allow this to to flow as it needs to. And perhaps that you unlocked in that moment, you know, that connection to an emotion from that old memory. And that was beautiful. You just stay with that. And this is how you become this orgasmic woman. Even if in that moment it didn't feel wildly pleasurable, let's say, and and like, you know, it it became a, a sadness or whatever, it's staying with the body, building this safety to stay there that we turn back on you know, parts of us that may be desensitized and that's what desensitize and that's what de-armoring is. That's why I'm so passionate about the the glass wands now. And if, if anyone wants to have a look, I've got links on all my social media profiles for the number one company that I recommend for these. And go to her, go to her social media. You can share the name, but I think going yeah, to your... Uh, Yoni, Yoni, yeah, Yoni Pleasure Palace, but have a look, go for my link because I've got a discount code on there as well. But there's glass wands and then there's also crystal what pleasure ones, which I haven't tried the crystal yet. Again, I, I tell women, you don't have to have anything outside of you to connect to this. I did this all with my hands and my fingers and my breath and my awareness, but could my journey have been probably quicker by, you know, using these tools that can reach in areas that I can't and awakening internally, probably. And that's why I'm so passionate about them now, but you can even connect those who are, are lovers of the energetic principles of crystals 
there's ones that are great for trauma or, you know, trauma that has been stored in the vagina and this disassociation and this creates this numbness. But, yeah, what you describe is, is, a, is a very, you know, beautiful experience. You've tapped into some energy that was stored there from a previous memory and yeah. that's just fucking beautiful. It's, it's interesting as I'm sitting here, like, I'm like... <sighs> Like I'm having giant feelings having shared that with you, just talking to you about it. Like I've like, holy shit, mm. you know, it's like big feelings. And then this idea of de-armoring, like I'm kind of, I'm getting a little choked up over here. It's very uncomfortable. Mm. I think it's, God, it is something to have such a personal part of your body. Yeah. Like realize it's been, t- you know, cut off from you. So, mm-hmm. holy shit. Give me a second. Fucking not a weepy woman. I'm not a weepy woman, Allie. But no, but that's, it's... That's, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's... it's beautiful. Uh, let, let that emotion be present. And like, how do you explain to people? And people do. I know, I know, I know. My loved ones, my friends, people have known me my whole life as I've gone into this podcast, as I've gone into this work, I know they're just like, why about sex in it? And I'm like, because it is so vital to who we are. And so many women have, um, we've uh, had it stolen, like our sexual power, which really is more than just sexual power. It's our overall power taken from us. And I think that it's been interesting. You are one of kind of the first women I've talked to that the way that you talk about the uh, orgasmic energy and power that you um, can have from, because you, I think, have had a different but similar experience to me, feeling them, finding it, and then seeing how it transforms you. Like, it is kind of mind-blowing and to be doing it at my age when everyone is saying oh you're going through perimenopause you're gonna dry up anyways and I'm not drying up Allie I am not drying up I am actually lighting up more than I ever had have in my life and that experience was just so to share it feels like oh just gonna have another drink thank you (laughs) have another sip thank you for sharing it was it was so beautiful and I know that you sharing that experience you know has brought up big things for you and I also know that that's going to be deeply connecting to you know a lot of women listening and 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 realizing the depth you know and when you talk about the importance of connecting to this you know that that's that's it right there and I went into this you know, purely because I wanted to two things, increase my libido and feel my orgasm and feel fucking pleasure without a vibrator. That's all I thought was my yeah. my core things. And that's what most women, you know, come to me. They just want to feel more pleasure, have better sex, increase their libido. But what I didn't realize was what was going to awaken in me by turning this on. And I did a post on social media I don't know, a couple of weeks ago or last week saying, you know, people say it's not all about the orgasms. Now, when you go into this work, you've got to let go of the chase of the orgasm. But when I talk about when people say it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter if you've got to have a toy, whatever. And I go, well, hang on. It kind of really is because an orgasmic woman is a woman who feels fully free and safe in her body. And that is fucking 
And I will get emotional talking about can, this. Can you repeat that? that? Me, will you please repeat? That is such an impactful thing to say. We'll be right back. Kick off the new year with a jaw-dropping 30% off of some of the hottest sex toys and my favorite, Gleam Lube, with code EXPLORERS30 when you shop thethruster.com. Known as the home of the incredible build-your-own thruster prime, thethruster.com is also partnered with lassiere.com, where you'll find gorgeous vibrating steel toys, and boutiquevoila.com, where you can grab a vibrating lipstick, a rubber ducky that gets lucky, or even get pounded by... Thor's hammer, literally, all for 30% off with code EXPLORES30. Just head to thethruster.com where you'll find The Thruster, Lassier, and Boutique Voila and enjoy 30% off your site-wide purchases with code EXPLORES30 at checkout. Cheers. An orgasmic woman is a woman who feels fully free and safe in her body. Fucking, that is, and yes, and that is deal. why it's yes, that's why it's so fucking important. And and a woman who is an orgasmic woman who is is a woman who is living as who she came here to be. She's not suppressing parts of her. She's not stifling parts of her, which reflect as a stifled orgasm. You know, stifled sexual fire. She is living as that woman. So yes. Orgasms are everything, not in the fact of let's chase the orgasm. That's that's the actual key of dropping into this is not chasing the orgasm, but tapping into that place where your orgasm lives is fucking everything because it's a woman awakening to who she really is and she's not stifling to fucking meet the needs of the world. She's living fully expressed. She feels safe in her body, safe to be in her body, safe to be vulnerable in her, vulnerable in her body in the presence of another and that kind of woman who taps into this is a fucking, you know, powerful, free, expressed woman. And fucking oath, that is important. Fucking oath. And I've been in the, the post that I wrote on social media that I was talking about, you know, and I wrote, I said, I've fucking been there. I've been there for over 30 years of my life where I was, you know, completely relying on a vibe to feel pleasure as my little gateway into into feeling some kind of aliveness and hands down I will choose this fucking thing any day not because of just the orgasms the orgasms are just the fucking symptom and the side effect the pleasure the libido they're just symptoms of what you are or aren't suppressing within you and I would choose this any fucking day of the week because I am fully aligned with who I came here to be I'm unapologetic in who I am unapologetic in my expression, my sexual desires, all of that. And as a result of that, that's why I'm orgasmic. That's why I feel my fucking pleasure. And that's why I'm so fucking turned on to life and who I am. That's what I want people to understand. And I think it's so, and if you're listening and you're like, I don't know, that's so much, I'm not keeping up with it. I get it. But God, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to have to go back and, and listen to that and put it on loop and share it on loop because what you just said is so profound. It is true. Your lack of ability to be orgasmic and to feel those things is representative of so much more. And I love that you said um, that all of those things, having the higher libido is a symptom. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it's great. It's like a bonus but it's not what's uh, it's not what's really happening inside of you which is a yeah. 
fucking feeling safe and at home in your body. I, I, you look women, if that doesn't speak to you, because I don't know many women who haven't struggled with that. I just don't Mm -hmm. know very many, many women. What a gift, but even more than that, like all of that, being an orgasmic woman, being able to tap into that is because you are becoming your true authentic self and who you are meant to be, which brings me back to the beginning of the fucking podcast. When we talked about how the minute you come out of the womb, like I believe at that point, we all have the ability to be orgasmic. Yep. And starting from that moment, we are systematically taught things Mm -hmm. that keep us from becoming orgasmic women because it actively oppresses us and keeps us from being the fully powerful beings that we are. Because I'm telling you, when I was having that moment in bed this weekend (laughs) with you, not with your consent, I apologize, but I, I, I consent. I fully, I fully give my consent. I definitely <laughs> had this moment. I, I had this moment of like, what the fuck is this? This thing feels so big. And it was, I know it sounds ridiculous. I know that some of my listeners are like, she's, she's fucking lost it. Maybe whatever, but no, <laughs> probably, but if this is the way I'm losing it, fucking cheers. I'm just I saying, bring it, on. Bring, it bring it on. This is how I'm Jeez, going crazy. To it to, in the orgasm. <laughs> right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Mm. I've, I've, I've rubbed off on you with the, the crazy loony. <laughs> I blame you. I blame you. Blame me. Put it all I know. I I'm sit and watch your <laughs> videos and I'm, and it is interesting. One of the things I've noticed, I think women get really, um, uh, defensive like I use vibrators and stuff like that and I think that women get defensive because you very much speak to the fact that you believe strongly that no woman should have to depend on a vibe for an orgasm and I want as someone who I've got lots of vibes I definitely share a lot of links to vibes but what I want to say is that I am in alignment with you on this I do think that for me, the different vibrational tools have helped me as a gateway in, in a gateway into being orgasmic. But if you think that for a moment, I don't think that ultimately what I want to be able to do is, um, you know, go hit it with my partner and fuck and not have to have a vibe there to get me to, or even a pleasure air technology. <laughs> you know, I love those little clit suckers. God damn. Um, of course, I don't think mm. any woman should have to use anything to get her to where she should naturally. And I believe can naturally get to be orgasmic and really deeply connect with her partner. You know, I don't believe mm. that. And I think that's what you're saying. I think that's what you're saying yeah. to people is I'm I, not shaming. She's not shaming anybody no. for vibes, but she's saying just don't feel like if you, you know, if you go on vacation with your partner and you forget your vibe, don't go to panic attack town because you're like, oh, we'll still have a good time banging each other anyways. And we can use, yeah. you know, whatever rope we find in the closet. I'm just, you know, that's it. And I'm all, I'm, I'm all. I'm all for I'm all for all sorts like pleasure in all sorts but 
What I'm also all for is women not feeling restricted that there's only one way that they can come. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's what I'm here for. And, and again, even, even women who are okay with relying on the toys, that's completely fine. I'm not here to, con- you know, to convince. I'm here for the ones who do want to feel more and not be restricted. Right. But there is no right or there is no right or wrong with pleasure and it's completely personal. But I'm here to tell you that you don't have to feel limited and restricted in the ways that you feel pleasure. You can feel the most incredible pleasure and state of orgasmic aliveness that you've never no, I never knew really. You know, I had this knowing that there was more, but I had no idea what this was truly like and I just want women to know that that is available to you. It's not something that is only available to a handful of women. We're all energetic beings and we all have this capacity within us and it just comes down to reconnecting. That's it. And awakening this fucking orgasmic woman from inside. Yeah. So some quick questions that I have sitting in the back of my head. A, can you have an internal orgasm without clitoral stimulation? Me, personally. Yes. Can you personally? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Multi. Now, just, just again, let me just clarify. So the clitoris actually isn't just the external part for listeners. That's what we always talk about. But right. the clitoris actually does extend inwards as well. Right. So it's it's technically, you know, not, not technically. The beam. Um, yeah. So the beam. So, yes, I can. And I can have multi-orgasms and... Sometimes I can have orgasms without, you know, even foreplay. When you tap so deeply into your arousal, you're not limited to, to one certain way. You can have, you know, and, and orgasms, you know, some will be more powerful than others for me. Some will be, you know, whatever. And I don't need to judge. I'm just fully right. present with, oh, my God, this is delicious. This is what I'm feeling today. This is what I'm feeling. And then sometimes I'll have you know, I'll be squirting at the same time as coming and it'll be fucking out of this world. It'll be whatever. But it's it's the fact that I feel so free. If you're sitting here listening going, yeah, but that's fine for her, but not me. Let me fucking tell you, I thought all those thoughts too. Like I said, it was over 30 that I unlocked this. I'm 38 at the end of this month, actually. And it was over 30 that I, you know, up until over 30 that I thought, oh, that's fine for them, you know, but it's, I don't believe it's, you know, it's, it's just not possible for most of them. And I thought that was me. And when I understood that orgasms are just the the energy that exists in your body in every single moment of every single fucking day. And when you start reconnecting and when you start reconnecting to waking up your pussy and your, your, you know, vaginal walls, all of this from desensitization and numbness, you get to feel more than you ever thought possible and you feel free to enjoy your pleasure in any way possible. Yeah. And you become so so turned on to life. And I talk about turned on women. And this isn't women that are relying on something to turn them on. They're turned on to their fucking state of aliveness and then they choose to go into intimacy and pleasure and fucking with their lover and it feels a million times better because they're already fucking turned on to who they are and their full capability before they even go into that you know they're not going into it and expecting well my lover should know how to turn this on for me even though I don't know how to turn this on myself you know you're coming in at two humans that are so turned on 
to their own pleasure that they again get to play with each other and you know do things that help the other one feel good and it's just oh my god it's fucking soul expanding time stopping dimension traveling incredible it's addictive (gasps) so to wrap up this why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners like give them two or three just quick tips like what can they do right now to start reconnecting with their body and working to become unapologetic orgasmic women Okay, so basically I would love to share my two non-negotiables in my life because people ask me, what do I do? Like actually what do I do to connect to this and what do I on the basic level take people through? Number one is all day, every day, when you catch yourself in the loop in your head, come back to the body. So it's starting on the all day, every day to come back in your body. So I'll be driving along. And I'll be, you know, looping in my head and all of a sudden I'll be like, what's going on in my body? And I'll just start connecting. And it's not about pleasure. It's not about this, uh, you know, people get fixated on, well, it's not pleasurable. No, you'll feel the pleasure when you're in your body more. So it's the number one is all day, every day. Just notice, I think, I don't know if I said this last time, set your alarms on your phone for people who don't remember. Tune into the body, do a body scan like we did last time and go, what am I feeling in the body? What am I feeling? Number two, and I'll I'll give a little um, technique, I suppose. So when you, you know, set aside time to really connect to your body and self-pleasure. Self-pleasure is different to masturbation. Masturbation is goal-orientated. You're going in with the goal of an orgasm. Self-pleasure is learning to be with whatever's alive in the body. And that may not even be pleasure in that moment, but that's how you start feeling more pleasure. But when you go into this, so set, set your mood in your room as if you're, you know, seducing yourself. But start, you can start with some techniques to bring more sensation to your vulva and vaginal wall. So externally, I think I showed last time as well, but these are just the basics that I, I cannot stress enough of what is going to have an impact is just repetitive, super light stroking. And then what I'd like to talk about is internally de-armoring. So if you get a pleasure wand, or you can, like I said, you can do it with your fingers. Please, I'm not telling you you have to spend money on anything. If you can invest in, in something, I say glass wand. And there's you know, cheaper ones, there's all different. You don't have to go crystal. I say if you're looking to invest in something, glass wand. And you'll be drawn. You can message me and ask me for help to pick out one, but go with what you're drawn. But start with Set, set, your, set your mood in your room and start internally just pressing. So you're just exploring one or two fingers, explore, exploring inside. Notice, and, you know, you may never have even explored. I know I hadn't. I'd only gone into it, you know, trying to make something happen. I'd never really explored. But then you'll start to notice where areas, you know, may feel tighter or, or be holding tension. And as I said before, just, just hold whatever's comfortable and just breathe. And you may be surprised that tears want to flow or uncomfortableness arises and you just want to fucking run, run, run and, and go and, you know, stuff your, stuff your face with food to, to numb that. But just be with whatever arises, be with whatever arises. And if your body's asking you to, to move or do something, just do that. Stay with that, stay with that until it releases or until you've had enough and you come back next time. And this is a really incredible way. And your job in that moment, is to notice when you go into your head and you're never trying to stop going into your head. If you try and stop yourself thinking, you're just thinking. 
So it's, it's noticing I'm human and the thoughts are there. Now come back to what am I feeling? Your job is to try and feel that connection of the finger or the glass wand in that spot. That's how you stay there. And that's totally different to going, okay, I'm putting the vibrator away. <laughs> Why am I not feeling anything? <laughs> this is a real deep internal connection and external when you're doing, but to connect, to awaken more. And can I just say never enter your vagina until your body is open and ready. And the more you connect, the more you'll understand this. It may not make sense in the beginning, but you want to feel like even when you do, you know, pull out your glass wands and, okay, I've got my lip gloss here. Let's pretend it's a glass wand. I never go straight in there and I'll start my practice and I'll be stroking on my body and just not even, you know, sometimes it's sensual and sexual and sometimes it's just connecting. And until I feel the point of oh, I want this inside me, mm. That is when you're starting to respect, you know, pussy and what pussy wants and you're starting, this is how you start to expand on your, you know, pleasure and arousal is you're your listening to, and I know this may sound fucking new age of woo-woo to people and it did to me in the day because I didn't understand what does it mean? What does it mean? Is she going to give me a sign to invite me in? Is she going to hold up a card? You're welcome to come in. We're no. talking about the pussy. <laughs> respect the pussy. the pussy i love this i respect yeah. the pussy I'm, i mean i can get yeah, behind but you'll, that you'll know, <laughs> but you'll know and this this helps to build the safety and trust in your body yeah that when you start being with someone else and especially if you've experienced sexual trauma and you may have had talk therapy and you think you're you know beyond it but you can't understand why you can't fully surrender and open to the arousal you know in your pussy in your body in that moment with another because you've got to build this trust again to number one be in your body which yeah. is the daily all day every day number two this trust that you know your pussy knows that you you fully respect and and if you're ever having this contraction and no we can't we can't go there that you've got this you know safety that because the more safe you feel the more you can surrender to your pleasure so right. if you if pussy in your body knows that you're going to honor its wishes pussy's wishes then you're going to be able to surrender in that moment to the pleasure there yeah that actually makes sense to me as someone <clears throat> who has explored my own body and as a queer woman who has explored other women's bodies, it is interesting yeah. from my experience being with other women, like the woman's vagina will literally balloon when yeah. it's aroused. It yeah. will literally say, come in. It's pretty yeah. uh, fantastic. And, and it's so funny because even though I've experienced that with partners, like I couldn't conceptualize it with my own body mm. but that makes sense like then practicing like being your own lover like know what your body does when it's like okay it's time you know I'm ready for that mm. um, yeah so definitely do check out um, Allie's links or reach out to her for good tools mm -hmm. toys I like using the word tool um, 
for that kind of exploration because I think that's really important. And it makes so much sense to me. You think about mm-hmm. muscles, even how we learn how to add pressure so that they let go of whatever they're holding. You go yep. and you get massaged and people are always like, oh, yeah. And when she pushed on this muscle, it released and I cried. But why, why, why can't we understand that with her own fucking vagina, yes. which really holds some of the most important memories, trauma, uh, all of this stuff. So that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Absolutely. I think that those that you just got two two little nuggets of gold listeners that, that, that great advice. Uh, anyway, Ali, I want to thank you for joining me. And I feel like really, especially after our break, that what you shared about why it's so important for women to at least consider wanting to do this kind of work is, is like, that's it, ladies. Go back and, and, you know, start at the halfway point. That should be about at minute 34, 35, and listen and re-listen. It really is about becoming your full, true, authentic, and unapologetic self. And that, Absolutely. fuck, if there was ever a meaning to life, it's like getting back to what you were when you were born. Yep. Unapologetic. Right? Unfucking apologetic. Unapologetic in who you came here to be and the mm-hmm. woman that you came here to be. Yeah. And that yeah. woman that is fucking alive with orgasms and pleasure and all the juiciness that life has to offer. Yeah. So thank you so much. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Thank you. Uh, social media, TikTok and Instagram are probably my biggest ones. I am on Facebook as well. Ali Gamolka, search for me there and I have all my links on there so you understand these pleasure ones that I'm talking about. Have a look and you'll see heaps of videos of me explaining and teaching all of this and basically lighting the fucking fire under the asses of the women who know they came here for more and are ready to turn on to their orgasmic existence. Thank you for having me once again, Annette. You're amazing. And I just love our conversations. Yeah. So I will put all of her links. If you scroll down to um, the notes, you will see them. Note her TikTok and mine always stand to be uh, deleted because, you know, we talk about women's (laughs) pleasure. Um, I want to remind you where you can find me, of course, Instagram. You can find me um, under Locker Room Talking Shots or She Explores Life. My personal Instagram is being Benedetti Facebook Locker Room Talking Shots. And uh, she explores life. I'm on TikTok. It is Locker Room Talk and Shots podcast. YouTube, where you're going to be hopefully watching this. You may be listening, but if you would like to actually see who Allie is, you can go to Annette Benedetti on YouTube and you can watch us. And um, I think it's it's super fun to act- actually get to see who the guests are. So head over there. Uh, I think I have covered uh, most everything. You can, of course, read about Allie on SheExplorersLife.com, uh, the website where we've got lots of juicy content. So until next time, well, we'll see you in the locker room. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Bring sexy back in 2024 with hot lingerie, sensual body products, and adventurous sex toys from lovehoney.com, all at a 15% discount with code EXPLORES15. Embrace your inner bombshell with their gorgeous bra and panty sets, baby dolls, and corsets. Then explore your desires with their line of toys that range from vanilla is my flavor to tie me up and call me good girl daddy. And don't forget to treat yourself to a massage candle or essential body oil, all for 15% off with code EXPLORES15 when you shop lovehoney.com. That's right, 15% off on lingerie, sex toys, and more when you shop lovehoney.com and use code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers. 